This is Undivorce Wittable, the podcast made to divorce-proof marriages. I'm Giovanna. And I'm Rance. And, and we, we are, are the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. We've been rocking together for 18 years, married for 15 years. People tell us all the time that we inspire them. We are relationship goals. And it's not because we're famous or we're fronting for social media, but because they can tell that what we have is genuine. There have been ups, crazy downs, and moments where it would have been easy to just walk away. This is a no BS podcast. We're keeping it a buck. And we're telling you all the truth you can handle about what it takes to stay together in today's world. We, we are, are Undivorced Wittable. Hello, hello. What's up, guys? Hi, how are you all? I'm feeling good. I hope they feeling good. <clears throat> I'm feeling good, too. It's a little chilly. Got bundles. I know it's kind of cold in our... Um, yeah, so I'm like, where's the heat Our video today? recording space, so yes. I got a hoodie on. We, we bundled, okay? Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're here for another... Undivorced Whittable. Yeah. Um, she got thanks. out before I was going to say bundle like a Spectrum deal, but. Yeah. <laughs> um, here for another episode. For So thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening to us once again. Yes. Um, we're happy to have you. So what are we talking about today? Um, husbands. Uh-uh. Husbands and wives, that's what we talk about. But no, for sh- for real. Um, there's a, a Facebook group that I follow about marriage or whatever. And so they had a quote, they had a, a post, and it said, I got to read it, y'all, because I want to make sure I get it all. all Excuse right. me. So <laughs> it says, most marriages would drastically improve if the husband would simply show more love and affection for his wife. And the wife would simply show more respect and admiration for her husband. So I, like I was like, mm, you, put on husband. Yeah. you like that? Yeah. So I was like, um, Rance, how do you feel about this? Do you think that this is the answer? What does that look like? And why is that a problem? So what are your thoughts, Mr. Robinson? I think it's some bull. Uh-uh. Nope, I, um, <laughs> I I need help. I'm trying to get serious. He does. Trying to be serious, guys. You ain't got to be serious. Just be you. Just answer the question. Oh, well, the nigga, no, I don't like. Uh-uh. Um, <laughs> I actually think that this is going somewhere. I think this is going somewhere. I think it's um, correct. So most marriages would drastically improve if the husband would simply show more love and affection. And the part where we have difficulty sometimes is that affection is not always sexual i a thousand a million percent agree with that um and i think that's where it's an issue with women is you know um when you think about when you first met and when you think about when you first started dating and you felt loved, you know, there's the affection because it's like, oh, you know, you're walking around with your arm around each other. You holding hands when you're out in public and, you know, everything and caressing and all this stuff. And and, and even though this then is, this is my move right here, that neck. That, the back of the neck, like you about to choke me up or something? That neck, see. You can tell women who come from abusive relationships, you know, before they had a little some issues. Cause I'm just really? trying to, I'm just trying to rub the top of that. I'm just trying to right there. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just trying to rub you. Yeah, look at that. 
Rub my shoulder. Rub my back. Oh, nah, that little neck action right there, girl. And that neck feels like you about to... See what I'm, see what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I don't that. need that. But, just, I just um, want y'all to see her PTSD on camera. <laughs> you can listen to this, but if you oh really want to see gosh. what just happened, you're going to have to get on the YouTube. Oh, my it goodness. Out on the Voice YouTube page so you can yeah. see how uncomfortable she was with my OJ stroke. That's what it was, OJ, for real. He hit the nail on the head. Anyway, um, you know, it's like you have that love. You have that affection. You know, you guys are more intimate. You're more in tune. And as you marry and go through life and have your day-to-day, that that what you feel, that love and affection, that, that adornment, I think, it kind of leaves and for wives, I think that for us, it's like, I don't want to just be that booty all the time. I don't want to just be like you doing this because you want to get that booty. But, you know, just show me some love. Like, tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm pretty. You know, tell me I look good today. You know, these different things, I think they do matter because they can they can change a woman's mood. But then also... You know, you feel you feel like that giggly little schoolgirl again when you get that love and admiration, and it helps. I definitely think it helps. Yeah, um, it does. I, I think guys want to come, and you know, it's, it, it does. It becomes that you know, you can't bust uh, all the time. A lot of times, it has to be about more than that. And um, but I mean, even that can lead to you to you getting that, but don't don't make it so obvious. Look, it's like that that's your end goal. There's a lot of people who don't invest. Okay, I, I saw something that like ninety some percent or eighty maybe it was eighty seven percent of the people who are in the market mm-hmm. comes from like six percent of the population. Mm, wow. So yes, it's, it's like investing. Here's how. Because you're dropping little bits of money into the stock. You're dropping little bits of money, knowing that eventually it's going to pay off. Most people just want their check. That's true. They just want to cash it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think a lot of times that is what happens to guys when we're married or when we're, especially when we're in a long-term relationship. Not necessarily married, but it's like, it's literally like seeing a pot of money that you're used to going to take grabs of. Why would I invest I could just grab some money out the pot. And I think that we got to start putting <laughs> into the pot. You can't just keep grabbing. And so that's the way I look at this is like I'm checking my I'm talking to myself here because I love the pot. I love the pot. But you got to you got to put some sort of affection investment back into the into the marriage, because I think that's where it's easy for people to fall into like now it's it's online right um not even necessarily physically cheating but the emotional cheating stuff yeah is because like you know somebody's in your your wife's dms talking about wow i I really like the way that last uh tony becker picture looked i Mm -mm. think i think it's hot i think you look sexy yeah and she wants that from her husband but he's so worried about getting the pot but you didn't just marry me for my pot but we should say the box the box, That's whatever. Really what it is. You didn't just marry me for that. <laughs> you married me for other reasons, yep. right? Yes, and and so why not? Why not cater to or 
or give attention to those other things and not so much just the sex. Because it's easy to forget. That's what I mean. It's it's like it's like when you first got a, a Nintendo. I'm talking to my guys, especially those of us born in the '80s. You took care of the Nintendo. You made sure that it was. You know, you took your controllers out when you stopped playing with it. You wrapped your controllers up. You put them up nice. You knew you were coming back to the Nintendo, but you took some time. After about a few months with the Nintendo, it's like you leave the controllers on the floor because you know you're coming back to the Nintendo. You don't, you, you're taking your games out. You're putting them back in. Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. I remember when I first got the first Xbox, I treated that thing royal. I treated it royal. This is before me and you. I treated it royal. <laughs> and then after so long, I'm like, I know I'm coming back to this Xbox. So why do I got to do all of that? Why do I have to? I'm just going to throw the controller on top of the Xbox, still plugged in. It doesn't look as good, but it's going to get me to what I want to do. Yeah, but you got to take care of so that you keep it and it stays nice. Yeah. And it continues to work for you. Exactly. Or you keep mm -hmm. up the resale value because you know you're going to get rid of it. Oh, my gosh. See? You he, he clowning today. You clowning. Anyway, we're going to move on help. to the part of the wife simply showing respect and admiration. What does that look like? Admire me. You know, and I, I think that I think that men men don't say it as much, but they want to be admired. They want to they want to feel like they're your not feel like because they should be, you know, your king, but acknowledge that. Acknowledge, you know, that he's special to you, that he's your king, that you appreciate him, that you love him. You know, speaking his love language, whatever that is, you know, do those things. But then the respect, I think respect is so, I don't want to say tricky. I don't want to say it's tricky. Okay. But I think that when it comes to respect, what does that really mean? What does it mean that a man wants respect? Is it because he feels like he's being fussed at all the time because he's not helping you out with the kids and the house and this, that, and the other? Um, is respect just like something that's become a subconscious thing because of society and because of how we think about our men? and tend to treat our men, you know what I'm saying? And they feel like they're not respected. Um, I, I, I think we had a podcast about this before, but within the black community, because um, I know we have some listeners of, you know, other persuasions. Hello, but, other persuasion listeners. <laughs> um, within the black community, you know, Top of the morning. The, our, our men go through so much and deal with so much when they walk outside that door whether it's being respected at work, you know, driving in a car, just trying to make it home safe. You know, our black men deal with so much and internalize so much that when they come home to their castle, they want to feel like the king of the castle. King. They want to feel like this is the place where I get my respect. I this is Mufasa. the place where... <laughs> but seriously, like, you want to feel like that. And you want to be admired. You want to be respected. Um, and your home should be that place. Because let's be honest, out in white America, it's not like that for our black men. So if he's getting that at home that's going to feed his ego and feed him. And if he's not being fussed out in the world and then fussed at at home, you know, he ain't got a safe haven to go to. You know, it's not even about the fussing. It's the microaggressions. 
that are the most uh, problematic. Okay. Yeah, the microaggressions in the world, uh, the 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 things that happen, especially for people who work jobs. You know, those those microaggressions, like someone saying something. Oh, you're so well spoken. Oh, you're so. You know, these little things that mm-hmm. just kind of build, depending on where you are. You know, you're one of the good ones, mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, like those types of little microaggressions. Oh, you're so clean. You're so like what? Right. And then you come home to what's not microaggressions this is blatant um and it's 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 not even always some physical thing like your wife's fussing you out or you know your kids are being disrespectful but it's just kind of I come to the castle and I feel like I'm not being respected because I've asked for the living room to stay clean or the family room to stay clean or I've asked you children to pick up your toys and you won't do it and so you don't respect me so a lot of times it's not even in your face. It's the mm-hmm. microaggressions in the world that come and then it's the things that just don't get done at home that can make you feel disrespected. Or in a society where, you know, you're always being attacked and, you know, you want to come home and feel like you're wanted. Yeah, you know, you want to come home and feel like, you know, your children are appreciative. Hey, daddy's home jumping on daddy or whatever. Or, you know, when you come home, your wife is glad to see you. She wraps her arms around you. She's embracing you with a hug and a kiss when you come in the door. You know, she wants you physically, sexually. Like who was a good visual perspective. Harriet Winslow. When Carl used to come, she don't get the credit. (laughs) She don't get the credit. That, I'm man. laughing because you don't went back. I'm like, Harriet Winslow, yes. Yeah, Harry, you don't went back. Winslow <laughs> used to, you know what I'm saying, with Carl and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was probably, but that. but you know what? She was like that because he was a police officer. She was happy her husband was home, that he made it home. Yeah, that's true. You know? And she was happy he didn't see Steve yet. Like, Steve had come. <laughs> okay. Right. So anyway, right. I want to give you guys the uh, definition of admiration. Because it's it's interesting. There's a couple of them that actually fit. So admiration is respect and warm approval. So an example of that is their admiration for each other was genuine. And then something regarded as impressive or worthy of respect. Mm. So the word respect already actually is included in admiration. admiration. And then the other one is pleasurable um, contemplation. So... For the second definition, something regarded as impressive or worthy of respect. Her house was the admiration of everyone. Uh, Pleasurable contemplation. They were lost in the admiration of the scenery. Admiration actually encompasses so many things. Mm -hmm. Respect, but it also, it's like, wow, you the bomb. Mm -hmm. Wow, you're so amazing. You know, I I try to make sure I tell you, um, not as often as I should, but I, I try to tell you how proud I am of what you're doing. Business. I try to, you know, tell yeah, you. Yeah, I ain't heard that in a couple of weeks, in about three days and five hours. First off, I just told you last week. First <laughs> off, playing. first off, first off. See, microaggressions. One of the worst microaggressions that happens is gaslighting, and I think that it's important that couples don't gaslight each other. Mm. Um, and I think that that's something that. The world does. We we really the last uh, administration po- politically, there was mm-hmm. so much gaslighting, especially from press secretaries, things like that, and we see it happen on social media so much. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are on it. A lot of our listeners are on it. We see it in comment sections, people acting obtuse as to how per, you know a person's feeling, some blank, blanket statement that makes should make absolute sense and shouldn't warrant argument absolutely does. Right. And so I think that we are so connected. We're interacting with people that God never intended for us to even interact with. That's the way I personally feel. Okay. Now, someone can say on the contrary, well, if you believe that, then you also believe that, you know, this technology was God inspired. Somebody has created it. So he already knew that it was going, God already knew this was ordained. Mm-hmm. But the way I look at it is we're over communicating and it can sometimes make you not appreciate and admire what you have at home. That's true. That's true. And so that's where we have to be careful. Wives. Yeah. Yeah. Husbands. And like they say, the grass is not always greener on the other side. It usually ain't greener. Um, it's usually not. And people usually find it out too late. But I think that the the key component is sometimes we can get so caught up in what we don't have or what we want to have and what we feel isn't there that we lose sight of what is there and what we do have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, your husband may not do X, Y, Z that you really need him to do, but does anyone else love you like him? Um, does anyone take care of you like him? Does anyone protect you like him? Um, and the same for hus- wives, you know, yeah, she may not be spreading it as much as you want her to, but, you know, does There's anyone no else have have your... <laughs> does anyone is anyone else gonna have your back gonna fight on your behalf um or love you the way that you deserve and need to be loved Mm -hmm. you know i think that we kind of lose sight of those things and so sometimes going back to the beginning going back to what brought you guys together keeping trying to keep that in the forefront of your mind um and not thinking about what's going on what what your neighbor has and what they have in their relationship at that time, because they might be in a good point in their relationship right now, but then tomorrow is a whole nother story. And you looking at, you know, them walking out of the house, holding hands, going on a date, or maybe they just got an argument and they trying to make up, you know? Mm. Um, Mm. So I think that it's important to, to keep in mind what caused you to fall in love with that person in the first place and to always date each other, to always like, okay, so <laughs> the other day, I don't even know if I should tell this because I'm giving away secrets. Secrets. Um, yeah. So, okay. I'm, I'm trying to see now and say that I feel like I said too much. I let mean, me, you done said it now. Let, the me, people... let me put it to you like this. So, my mother was told by her mother, my grandmother, that you basically always want to keep your husband on his toes. Okay? So, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you always want to keep your husband on his toes. You don't want him to think that he has you so much that he starts to slip. That he doesn't continue to do what it takes to keep you. Basically, because sometimes we as people tend to take advantage 
of what we have and don't like you were saying earlier with the xbox and different things like that you you treat it real good at the beginning but then after a while it's like oh it's gonna be there i'm coming back to it blah 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 and you don't treat it like you used to okay but my grandmother was like no make sure your husband is always treating you like he needs to so if you gotta leave the house and not tell him where you're going and then he'd be like, wait a minute, where is she? Is she with another man? You know, he'd be questioning things. It sounds like game playing, like you playing games. They was but, playing games back, all the way back then. But you got to keep them on their toes. And so I say that to say mm. that you never want to get so comfortable that your spouse is always going to be there and doesn't need to be courted, doesn't need to know that I love you, that I appreciate you, that you're sexy to me. You know what I'm saying? They need to know this all the time. And I think that that's basically what the post is saying. And it's just saying it in a way of men need respect and admiration. You know what I'm saying? And women need to, to feel that love. Does that make sense? I mean, it makes sense. It makes complete and utter sense. Um, it's hilarious th to <laughs> think about. I mean, your grandmother came up, I'm sure, coming of age in the 50s. No, mm, she came mm. of age in the 40s, right? She would, she would have been in her 90s if she was still alive. So, yeah. Yeah, so she came of age in the, in the 1940s. Yeah, in the 40s. And so it's just like... It's hilarious to me that things just, the more they change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. I think, um, you know, back then, just think about it. You know, she's running down to the Woolworths <laughs> <laughs> and uh, seeing the soda jerk uh -uh. Just sitting at the counter and enjoying the soda just to make sure that her husband, like, doesn't know where she was. Where were you? She's yeah. Like, Don't worry about where I was. But then Bessie Mae was like, oh, I seen her at the Woolworths. You know, uh -uh. Woolworths. Don't mm -mm. worry about it. She died. <laughs> Not Bessie May. <laughs> <laughs> Which was like a sexy name back then. Like Bessie May. Like, oh, my Ooh. goodness. Bessie but I May mean, had the bosoms. <laughs> <laughs> Big old titties. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But you, you, want, you want to, you know, if, if a man knows that you're always going to be there mm -hmm. and gets complacent with the relationship, you know what I'm saying? That's not good. It's you, not good. You I don't, mean, you don't want him to be complacent. You want, you want to have surprises. I'm sure. Keep him on his toes. No joke. I mean, you hear, you hear all these stories about how like Jay Z was always making sure that dudes weren't around Beyonce like that. Like mm -hmm. you know, Sean Paul, who was basically a Jamaican sex symbol back in the early 2000s, mm -hmm. and then they had the baby boy, and there was that friction there. Um, I think Scarface recently told a story about uh, the check on check on it video that she did where she was dancing around in the pink and she did the, the slim thug was in there with her and i guess scarface and like jigga didn't want certain people on set yeah you know because i guess he knew what he had he knew what he had but but it's that's kind of controlling but yeah. that is controlling but i'll <laughs> say this too though men always like a hunt right yeah. so why shouldn't we as the women have you can you know keep you hunting us mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying keep them hunting you know what i'm saying get real cute dress up say you go into the store you go into the store but he looking like why she gotta get so cute to go who at that store is she going to the store you know what i'm saying and then he like i gotta step my game up making sure she ain't going nowhere i gotta make sure i keep her 
See, guys. <laughs> I don't know what to say to y'all. I feel like I gave him some goods, but I, I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know, men do like a hunt, right? Men like men like a hunt, but I, I think that there's a, a fine line in that. I think that for me, what it boils down to is doing things to make sure you're keeping yourself up. Case and point. To me, I think that <laughs> for some people, for for us, it's really about keeping yourself up so that you are even admired by others so that your significant other knows what you have. That is true, too. Um, so that means you can't be slovenly. You can't be sloppy. You can't be and expect unless y'all both just sloppy like people like that's what you do but there has to be some you still got to have some game about yourself you still gotta I, like i feel like my wife could put on uh, uh, she did it for her birthday went for her birthday what she had on i was like god dog like you look good like somebody else yeah. thought you look good too i'm sure mm. that they would see you and be like mm, i want to <laughs> check on it it was my birthday. I had to get cute. But it's it's a reminder that like, oh, okay, you still look good. Mm-hmm. You still built nice. So you didn't know that before my birthday. That ain't what I'm saying. <laughs> See, this is the this is the gaslighting that the internet has has sparked and spurred. But it's it's a reminder, you know. I guess the song "Frequent Dress," which I've actually never heard in real life. Okay. But I know the concept. Um, but I've never actually heard the song, so maybe I'm listening to it after we're done with this podcast. Mm. But the concept of sometimes you just got to put the freakum dress on and 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 let us know you still banging. And and I think that is very important. I think that one thing is a lot of times, both of us actually, women and men, we get comfortable. Um, when you're dating and when you first get married, you know, you get up and put the makeup on. If this is you, if this is you, because this ain't everybody. But if you were the type to wear heels, put makeup on, you know, always make sure you look good and everything when you're dating and then you get married and you stop, you know, you, you just wearing a bonnet on your head, stop wearing a bra, nothing wrong with that because it's mad Jackson comfortable. Yes, exactly. Yep. You you stop doing the things that he saw you doing that attracted him to you. And because I, let's be real, there's there's a physical attraction that goes along with everything else mm-hmm. with men. So when you take away, when we as women take away that physical attraction, when we no longer take care of ourselves, we no longer keep ourselves up the way that we did prior to getting married and, you know, we're tired, we're running around with the kids, we're doing all these things, and so we don't have the time to take care of ourselves anymore, but then we expect him to still come home. We expect him to not get turned on by that other lady who may be single or who just keeps we, herself we just together. Keep herself nice. You know what I'm saying? And we mad at him for that. But we slacking. We're not doing what we're supposed to do um, to keep him looking at us and, and, and wanting to, to be with us. And maybe that's why it comes down to just like because men are so sexual and they just need it. It's like... <laughs> We not giving him nothing to look at anymore. And so he like, listen, let me just bust this nut because I just need to bust this nut. And you don't look like anything, so we're gonna turn off the lights. You're gonna turn around. But I just need to get this. I just need to get this. 
you might be on to something. Maybe that's why. It just becomes just, we feel like, oh, he just wants sex because we haven't given him anything to look at we know anymore. You know, if I just keep the controller plugged in the Xbox, <laughs> pick it right up, play a few games. So I think that, so I, I guess, you know, you got to look at it. And they say, you got to give to get. You got to give to get. I think that it comes in hand. Like, we always look at it, well, you don't do this anymore, but what am I not doing anymore for you? You know, you got to self-analyze, too. And, guys, we got to do it, too. We got to keep ourselves up. We got to, you know, keep the cologne going. Um, you know, keep your car nice. You got to – there's certain things that we got to do that, you know, and what I call it is our uh, peacock feathers. I think both sides got peacock feathers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your plumage can fall off after so long, <laughs> but you got to keep them feathers going. So, you know, you got to keep your shoe game up a little bit. You got to have some stylish clothes. COVID jacked us all up. Mm-hmm. It did. And so, yeah, you, you got to keep rolling. COVID jacked us all up. And it got us to a point where we was all in sweats. Yeah. And we just kind of so like let the gray go. Sweatprint, the gray sweatpant D print is just not going to be enough. But we can't blame it all on COVID, though. No, and you there's know. a lot of people slacking before COVID. I'm one of them. I was, yeah. You know, I, all I, my work clothes, that's basically all I was wearing. She's not attracted to that, you know. And then. I was in the gym, though, getting my muscles right, but everything else was falling away. So I think that that's something that we have to look at. We have to think about is what can we do, guys, if mm-hmm. that means. So me, I'm currently, I changed my diet. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but I'm uh, plant-based now. I lost eight pounds in eight days. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to really Woo! grow down. We're going to clap them up for that because that's awesome. It is. It's great. I'm trying to grow down. Uh, because we need to do that is something that we have to do to first off keep our health our health up mm-hmm. there's a lot of grandpa bays out there and i'm trying to be grandpa bay later <laughs> on in life like i want us to be old and sexy at least grandpa bay yeah so like you might not find me sexy now <laughs> you might not find me sexy now but you will in the future Even i always I got find you sexy brown sandals and Black socks on. It's going to look good, though. I'm going to be tight and right. No, nah, those will be shoes I will throw away. All right. So I will on. throw those away. Um, but, yes. That, th- <laughs> that That's the thing. Like, let, let's, you know, I challenge you. I challenge all of our listeners to self-analyze, you know, what you're missing in your relationship, what you used to do that you don't do anymore, and Start doing that and see what reactions you get from your spouse. See the changes that you get from your spouse. See how they respond. And don't don't do it one day and be like, oh, well, he ain't even noticed. And and stop, okay? Sometimes you got to keep going. You got to do it for like a week or so. Do it, you know, like actually get dressed. Put on perfume. Put some heels on. You know, um, you ain't got to do it every day because I know we, we used to comfort at this point. But actually, you know, get dressed up. Do some, take care of yourself. Do your hair. You know, take the braids out. <laughs> and like even one thing that I like to do um, that has nothing to do with your physical appearance is I like to stay up on current events or read some new information and I can bring it to my wife, you know, new book, something that I'm reading. So sometimes it's like just in the, you have these mundane conversations or that don't mean anything. You can fall into a rut there. Mm -hmm. And so being able to bring something new to the equation 
even off what y'all are talking about makes a difference. Yeah. You know, so being being able to, you know, talk about something that you guys normally don't talk about. Let's say you read a financial article that inspires you to want to save money. Maybe she's been wanting to say, you know, those types of things also mm-hmm. keep the spouse attractive. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, you, you know, because there's some people who really don't care about those mental turn ones. Yeah. But they might be. um, uh, What do they call it? Sapiosexual, I think it is, where it's like you're mentally stimulated. Mm. So there could be mental. Think of things that you just used to do. If it's mental stimulation, if it is the physical, if it's both, you know, ain't nothing wrong with being well-rounded. Or if it's just spending time, you know, and I think that's important. I'm glad you said that. I'm going to just get a little personal in a sense of for us, because we like, we work together now. Like we don't have the same business, but we're in the same space together. We live together. We come to the same space together. You know, we're always together where I feel like we don't have that. I miss you. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, we used to have more conversation with each other, I feel. And now I feel like our conversation is just based off of, you know, our schedules and what's going on, the things that we have to communicate about Mm -hmm. and not about, like, other things anymore. So I think that that will be good for us in a sense of it could kind of, like, add a little bit of spark to our relationship where it's not so much of the, you know, about the kids, about the house, about, you know, whatever, but we're talking about other things because we spend so much time together now. And I'm not complaining. I love it. We we vibe together. We we chill together. But sometimes I think because we're together so much and we're chilling together so hard, sometimes we'll just have music on and we're not talking. Yeah. You yeah. know, we um, just vibing out. I'm lost in my thoughts and I have to admit, a lot of times I think things, but then I don't communicate them to you. And I'm like, dang, I should have communicated this to him because now I'm telling him it's too late. Yeah, she'll do that. And she'll have <laughs> these whole conversations. And then she'll come to me like, remember when we talked about this? And I'm like, now, I actually do have those conversations. He just forgets because I've noticed that he does it. not listen to me when we I speak. I've noticed. We like, I'll be talking to him and he's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then if I ask him two minutes later, what I say? Oh, you know, um, yeah, I was listening. Nope. He wasn't. He wasn't listening. Don't believe the hype, guys. <laughs> Whatever. But, yes, hype. I challenge you all to try it. Go back to. And to admiring each other. Yeah, doing doing that and then and showing a little love and admiration and respect to one another. No, and, for, no, forget the L word. No, we talk about affection. We didn't say love for women. Bump that affection. More, it did say love. It said love and affection. But definitely, definitely non-sexual affection. However, yes. you can do that, you know. Um, Speak her love language. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop talking. Don't stop talking. It's just <laughs> you know, I don't. It's those buzzy words like love language and stuff like that. It's, it's, Outside of the realm of love language, some some of those affection things that like men we do that we lose sight of opening car doors. That has nothing mm-hmm. to do with a love language, but it does show, girl, I love you. I'm can't opening the door up so that you know she can walk through when you're going into a store if the door is not automatic, or even if the door is automatic, letting her pass through first and not just walking in front of her. Yeah, um, you know. If it's raining out and it's warm enough, you know, uh, uh, even if it's cold, shielding her with your coat, because that's what a gentleman does. Like some of the things that we it's so easy to forget about and lose sight of 
And, yes. you know, women are definitely more opinionated now and they will say some things like, if you don't have to do that, do it anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, those are some of the things. That's why I said, yeah, to the to the love language thing, because I, there's some some things that we can do that has nothing to do with any of that. Right. And I used to be. used to be oh, I didn't know if you needed to yeah I used to be one of those like oh you don't need to do that you don't need to. no no do it open the door because another thing is if you have children it shows them what they deserve so our daughters they expect when they're walking with the man for him to open the door. They're expecting that because their father has done it with them, but then he does it with me. Um, and it's so funny. The other day, it was just me and my son together. He's five. We're, we're together going somewhere, and he was rushing to get the door, and he was kind of like, you know, he was he's five. So I was in a hurry, and he's trying to do it. And I'm like, but I stopped, and I said, you know, I'm gonna let him do it. And somebody else was there and I was like, he he wants to be a gentleman. He knows how to take care of his mom because he sees his father. I let the lady know that, you know, but I gave him the opportunity to be a man, basically, and open that door for me because that's what he's used to seeing his dad do it. And so he gets pride in doing that. But it's showing our children what so don't don't stop a man from doing those things because we want to be every woman and you know we feel like it's not the societal norm anymore no it's nice because it shows respect but I like to feel like I'm taken care of I like to feel like you know you you care about me and you're you're looking out for me so to speak I think that that's that's an awesome thing amen hallelujah yep (laughs) you gotta do it You do. So that's the challenge for this week. We thank you guys for rocking with us once again. Please share us on YouTube. Um, Share the podcast. Send it to somebody. Yes, Mm -hmm. like and subscribe. Share us. We got to start saying that at the beginning of the video, too. We do. We do. Like and subscribe. Um, But, yes, and then um, share us with your friends. You know, other married couples, they they don't have to have issues. Or you don't know that they have issues and they might have issues. And you don't have to have issues to listen to us. Just, you know, rock with us because we married and you married. And there needs to be a community of married people talking to each other, feeding off of each other and all of that good stuff. Yeah, and in the comments, you know, if there's topics and things that you want to see discussed, please uh, leave those. Yes. We'll try to talk about them. Uh, You can always email us as well. so we'll leave that somewhere on divorcewithable at gmail.com. Yes. And we want to champion marriages. That's all we do. We want people to stay together. We don't want divorce to be your option unless it's the option. Mm-hmm. We understand it that is. it's just the option sometimes. But, you know, if you can just stay together and we don't believe in staying together for the kids. No, if y'all can't be happy together and be together, you're going to ruin the kids. So that's not the message that we preach either, but it's about 
dating each other, liking each other because we like each other. And yes. we're out. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening and not watching, she just started rubbing my head. This is a blessing <laughs> that's happening on my love language. Yeah. Is being spoken at this very moment. Yeah. But, <laughs> yes. But hey, like us, subscribe, share. Please. Please. All Please. right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. I'm going to enjoy this head rub as we exit out. <laughs> Deuces. Yes, Lord.